Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. 7.37 this morning. Stacy, Daryl, Morley, too. I thought it was a little pink, right? A little pink coming yeah, in there. Yep. Can't get much farther from, from pink than Blake Shelton. But then I used to think that, but then he ended up getting married to Gwen Stefani, uh, no doubt. So mm-hmm. now maybe there's... There's some similarities. Good music's good music. Good music. So we told you before the Blake Shelton taking over Roger's place in yeah. March, and we have tickets to give away. Not yet. Soon. Oh, when? Well, probably in about 10, 15 Soon minutes. Soon is vague. I know. I want people to stick around. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but if you keep, you got to be a little more specific, McIntyre. I got it. How about 12 minutes from now? Uh, legit? Okay, make it 10. Okay. Uh, Sometime before 9 o'clock, we're giving away Blake Shelton tickets. (laughs) And, you know, um, I think he transcends country music. Like, I'd go see Blake Shelton. Hmm. I think I think he'd be a great entertainer. I bet he puts on a really great show. Yeah, I think he would. He's he's a funny guy and he's engaging. So, yeah, that's coming up. Maybe Gwen Stefani will come. Maybe, maybe. We'll just stake out the hotels. I think he'll just fly in and fly back out again, but that's just a guess. Maybe it just depends on how his tour goes. Uh, Um, how many times you've heard about good cholesterol? You've mm-hmm. heard about bad cholesterol. Mm-hmm. You've heard about the risk for heart disease. Is are, uh, is that the only kind of cholesterol that might be a problem? Are there other types? Yeah, that maybe we haven't had an eye on. Yes. In fact, the U of A has found an overlooked form of cholesterol that we need uh, to, you know, take a closer look at. Dr. Spencer Proctor is on the team heading a new study. He's the professor in the Division of Human Nutrition over at the U of A, and he joins us over the phone. Good morning, Doc. Very good morning, T-Boy. Uh, help our hearts. What are we, <laughs> what are we missing? What are we them. missing? Well, Daryl, I think you introduced that uh, very well. You know, we, we've still got some challenges when it comes to understanding heart disease and heart disease risk. You know, we focus quite a lot on the bad forms of cholesterol, which you mentioned, the LDL cholesterol, and we have some very good medications to to try and lower that form of cholesterol. Um, but that's, as you mentioned, it's not the only form. Um, so we have uh, we have bad cholesterol, we have good cholesterol, which tries to help us and and uh, remove uh, that bad cholesterol from certain places. But we also absorb cholesterol from the diet. Uh, And so there are these three forms of cholesterol that are circulating all the time. And if we only focus on one form, then sometimes we might be missing, uh, you know, the the biochemical pathways and the the poor molecular metabolism Mm -hmm. of some of the other ones. And so that's what we've been focusing on in, in these three studies. Uh, which the U of A has uh, recently reported about. And we've got three independent studies asking the question about this remnant form of cholesterol uh, and its relationship with, with heart disease. So it's it's called RC, right? What is remnant it? cholesterol, yes. It's, uh, it's a form of cholesterol that is, uh, includes both uh, that coming from the foods we eat and from those residual forms that we actually make in our body. Uh, so it's a, it's a bit of a holistic way of looking at what's left of, of cholesterol uh, during the day and how quickly is it being metabolized. 
So where does this come from? What kinds of foods are we are, are have a danger light over them? Yeah, so um, cholesterol, uh, you know, as, as many of your listeners would appreciate, is, is critical for our development and our growth uh, and our health, so we need it. Uh, and our bodies spend a lot of time making cholesterol to make sure that we have enough. But um, when things go wrong and it starts to accumulate, that's when, you know, it's not going to be very good for, for, for cells. As far as foods are concerned, you know, all those farm animals, they also are able to make uh, cholesterol. So foods like eggs and, and meat and other types of dairy, uh, you're going to have cholesterol uh, included in those foods. And that contributes to the health and well-being of, uh, of, of a person. And, you know, we often recommend, you know, a healthy, balanced diet in order to get those, those forms of cholesterol. But we need to make sure that our, our metabolism is able to handle all these types of cholesterol in the right way. So I, I know you get your cholesterol checked. I think we, everyone has had that test. How do I know what my RC levels are? Mm-hmm. Is this something that, that you can get tested for, whether it's a blood test or... Yeah, so one of the one of the really interesting things about this new form of cholesterol is that we don't need to do anything different in order to be able to calculate. Uh, so the blood test that you would normally get, um, you can calculate the remnant cholesterol uh, from the very values that you're already getting. One thing that's different um, that we are learning, uh, a little bit in an analogy to how we measure glucose, you know, we've learned that fasting levels of glucose doesn't always tell the whole story and understanding what glucose is doing during the day is very, very important. In the same way here, a remnant cholesterol can go up substantially during the course of the day as we're eating different types of foods. And if we're someone who's a, you know, a poor metabolizer of some of those foods, sometimes it's actually better to get a blood test during the day and a lot of physicians uh, are learning now that this may be uh, more informative uh, in order to do those blood tests during the day. But as far as how we how we um, test for it, um, there's nothing new that we need to do, which makes it uh, uh, a little bit easier for for us to be able to understand. And Dr. Spencer Proctor, just before we let you go, do we do we need to bug our doctors about this? How well known is this in the regular community in the medical community? Is this it's kind of new to us, but is it new to to your, some of your colleagues in the medical profession? Yeah, I, I think that's one of the most important points, Daryl. That we really need to make sure that. We, um, we empower our, our, ourselves and we ask those important medical questions. Um, some of this uh, information uh, is only just recently being published and we're validating this as much as we can in both international people as well as uh, Canadians. And so we need, to, we need to ask those questions. And I would, I would say to, to your listeners that, you know, if they've got concerns about high cholesterol, that they talk, talk with their family physician or even get some specialist advice on making sure that um, you know those tests and those calculations are, are made, and uh, you can you can be a little bit um, uh, more well informed about your levels of cholesterol. Thanks for joining us today, doctor. Yeah, all the best. Thank you very much. Thanks for your interest. Good morning. Doc- Dr. Spencer Proctor is on a team heading uh, the new study talking about RC. It Rem- is a risk factor. 
remnant cholesterol. Yep, a new risk factor, or not? A, it's always been there, but we're talking more about it. Uh, we know bad and and good cholesterol, but this is remnant cholesterol. Uh, he's looking into uh, what uh, what factors that uh, that has in, in you know heart attacks and 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 those sort of things. He's a professor in the division of human nutrition over at the U of A.